Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Mwahaha, tis I the Halloween witch. Gavin is too sick to record a fun seasonal introduction for this episode so here I am, flying around on a broom and shit to some killer surf rock. Brace yourself for a spooky demonic episode today, patrons, and then come back on Halloween as we put up a bonus episode for your spooky enjoyment. Now watch as I fly away across a full moon all scary and fucking cool like. Naya ha 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 I am a witch and cackling can't you tell ha ha ha. Welcome back, dear patron, to the Red Light Library. I'm your host, Aya, joined by Diane. What are we reading today? Oh, God. Well, because we are reading some spooky stories, erotica, we're reading The Sexorcist. We're reading The Sexorcist, Sexually Transmitted Demon. And I, I didn't notice this until I actually opened it to read it. A Father Frey Tale, book one. Oh, God, there's more. <laughs> I didn't look into it, actually. I don't know if there is more. I think it is just this one. All right. With the intention of there could be more. Just, this is one part of a long tale. <laughs> but um, yeah, today, Aya and I are going to talk about STDs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not the kind that you get physically, where you go to a doctor this is a spiritual STD, a sexually transmitted demon. Isn't that? I think it have might you ever seen be. That movie? Yes, I have. I haven't, Gosh. but for some reason, I'm the one who brought it up. Um, <laughs> of course. I think that is the plot of that movie, right? It's a sexually transmitted, it's... like, goo monster. Is it a goo monster? I don't know. Just like a thing that. It's a demon, right? I'd say we don't really know what it is. That's it's the it thing. It's like um, uh, John Carpenter's uh, the thing. You know, we, we don't know <laughs> okay. what it is. <laughs> it, we don't know. It's terrifying. It's stalking people. It's 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 actually a really good film. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're we're here to talk about sexually transmitted demons and how to guard yourself from them so you know i'm just gonna start with the cover and how <laughs> how this uh a good place to start yes he um our priest father frey father benjamin frey who as i found out uh is in fact a character from game of thrones <laughs> he's part of part of the frey family part of the frey house there is a ben frey uh, House Frey. He's actually, I don't know, I, I don't know much about Game of Thrones, but his name is Ben Frey Frey. Like his first name is Ben Frey and then his last name is Frey again. Yeah, that sounds about right. God, George R. R. Martin. Uh, in, in this case, our Ben Frey, our father Frey, he kind of looks like the actor Michael Sarah. 
with like like older hair, like a buzz cut, like if Michael Sarah joined the army. Yes. Um, also, he somehow got mushed together with a Chippendales dancer. And he's wearing like a sexy Halloween choker that's supposed to be the priest collar. <laughs> See, but he's not, actually. I think that's just the paint line tool or like a paintbrush, just b- black over it. Or at least that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty bad. He's standing out in front of like a nice old Victorian-y house. We've mentioned it before. We've like talked among the other librarians. It's come up multiple times when talking about covers of these books. But of course, sometimes it is like this like dark, dramatic, sexy, like you just see them from the neck down and whatever. And then sometimes it is like with the person's face there. And every time they do that, because every time they show a character with their face, it is always like he's actually a squid or or whatever. He's actually a cuttlefish or he's actually a vampire or he is in some way not human. So the person on the cover is in a costume and it always, always looks like an awkward costume party. Oh, yeah. And you are arriving at the house. This person opens the door and goes, oh, thanks for coming to my party. You know, everyone else is here. Go grab a drink. Uh, did you and bring your like, own beer? <laughs> <laughs> it always looks like that. Yeah, it, they always look like they're having a lot of fun and they're in a ridiculous costume and it doesn't quite look like the dramatic erotica sort of cover that you see in uh, like Alien Love, I think, had that kind of dramatic thing. I mean, Alien Love also had really bad like little green filter tool. But um, of course, yeah, that comes with the territory. As, I mean, yeah, this is what we're expecting. So. In any case, so how does this? So how does the story start? The story starts at a diner. Let, let's say it's Denny's. We're we're at Denny's. <laughs> this is important because they are out at like a family restaurant, and it's the Midtown Diner is yes. what it's called. The story <laughs> Midtown Diner, but I will imagine it as yeah, like a family diner, like a Denny's. Yes, and Father Frey is having a spiritual meeting, some kind of crisis meeting with a woman named Charity Case. The puns just get better from here or worse. Uh, And Charity is having an absolute crisis. And the important thing to note is uh, Father Frey wants us all to know that she is smoking hot. This, it really starts off strong. It, Yeah, it does. It starts off very film noir. Like, so this dame walked into my office. I was working yeah, late nights It starts again. off very film but, noir. No, but like, he's in the diner. And he sees, like, I knew Charity Case from TV. I guess she's like... Maybe she's... My first thought for some reason was a news anchor, but I think she's just like a model. I, I figured it was like news anchor, weather woman, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know but um charity case the weather girl interesting that one surprised me oh gosh hold on your dog's into it oh my dog is into it so the story starts i mean obviously we know because we saw uh the dude on the cover uh you know doing his his wonderful (laughs) thing his 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 pose um oh that stars 
like a priest, a man of the cloth, if you will. Um, but if you were to just pick this up and start reading it, you wouldn't know that immediately because the first par- the first paragraph, Charity Case walks in and our protagonist goes, a tight athletic build with legs down to there, tits out to here, and a face that'll make you believe in angels. The blonde pixie cut she wore made her look both businesslike and sporty, and her lips were made for sucking my cock. That's the first paragraph. Yeah, not very uh, priest-like, or at least uh, what we think of as a priest. My, my immediate thought is like a dude at a bar, like like a frat boy oh, at a yeah. bar who's like there to meet someone. Yeah, he sounds part frat boy, part hard-boiled detective. Oh, <laughs> of course, of course. So yeah. that's only accentuated by the next paragraph being I got a second surprise when she sat down and took off her sunglasses her eyes were red and swollen she'd obviously been crying not long ago and in my head because I already have built up the idea of this main character being like a sleazebag at a bar looking to pick up someone like that Mm -hmm. I was like oh he obviously he is targeting this person now like oh she looks in distress you know, score. Like I was thinking of um, what's uh, what's his name from How I Met Your Mother, the suit the suit guy. Is it a uh... oh, Neil gosh. Patrick Harris, Barney Stinson? Yeah, that that's character. His name. Yeah, I Barney. Saw that I was show going to like say Barry eight years ago. Gosh, I don't even remember if I watched much of it. <laughs> but like that's but, what um, I was thinking of. Yeah. For this character like a totally sleazy dude who's just like a oh, woman in distress like ching <laughs> easy lay <laughs> like score let's go let's do this <laughs> but um no he is a priest and in particular he is a priest who is certified to give exorcisms you have to be a special kind of priest in the catholic church to do that shit. Quote, i put aside <laughs> the he- thought of her lips wrapped around my cock i'd come back to that later and then he goes into like, oh, okay, you know, I'm a priest. This woman's come here in confidence to talk to me about her problems, and I'm supposed to help her. Yeah, and like kind of fully expecting, oh, we're going to have a talk about spiritual crisis and, you know, spiritual problems and all that. And look, priests have offices for that shit. This is the kind of thing that needs to be private. Well... <laughs> But, you know, at the diner. I mean, I'm sure people do this in real life. Like, if it's, like, a small town, they'll just, like, we'll meet in the diner and have a chat, expecting that they won't go into, like, anything really deep. Yeah, just, like, a conversation. But it's, uh, she's definitely going in with, uh, I I have a full-blown spiritual crisis on my hands. It's a case of STDs. (laughs) There is that point, though, too, where you you mentioned in your notes, and it has to do with the moment he realizes that Charity Case is not Miss Charity Case, but Mrs. Charity Case. She's married. Yeah, she she sits and, uh, she sits down like they're at a booth at this diner at this Denny's. You know, <laughs> they tell the wait- waitress yes. just water for us. That's fine. And then she says, mm-hmm. "Thank you for like." You you could picture this very like 
sort of classic whatever you're imagining like thank you for seeing me father i oh, i didn't know who to That's i didn't know who to turn to and she's like wiping her tears away yeah she is in distress which just makes me go like oh god father frey you are such Please, a mrs case just call me ben <laughs> yeah it's like gosh you're such a tool man this woman is crying and you're only thinking about your dick. i mean like on the outside this is what I expect of just like he's like oh he's like trying to be personable like oh please just call me Ben I'm here to help you you know it's gonna be okay blah 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 and then it like cuts back to his inner thoughts of like <laughs> very it's just like on the outside he's absolutely serene on the inside he's like those boobs though <coughs> those are good boobs <laughs> but um Ben I don't know if you'll believe me but I think my husband may be possessed. And then what you were saying, his response is, she's married? Husband? <laughs> my husband is possessed. You have a husband? And he's just so mad. And then he can't, he's like, oh, now I can't fuck her because she has a husband and that's a problem. Which makes sense for like this character of he is, you know, on all levels except physical at bag at a bar. But he is dressed yes. up as a, as a priest, and outwardly he's a priest. And so she goes, my husband is possessed. And so I wasn't surprised when he was like, oh, she's married. Damn it. Like, Damn, now I'm not going to score. Okay, fine. I know, I know, she said. It's insane in this day and age, but I don't know what else to think. And uh, I made the note there because I'm still thinking of him not as a priest, that when she says... It's insane in this day and age. In my head, I went, yeah, I know who gets married anymore. But she's talking about the possession, obviously. And, of course, Father Frey is trying to downplay this because she says he can't even, like, he won't have sex with me. He can't get it up. I think he's possessed. And he's like, well, you know, erectile dysfunction is a thing. And then there's the killer line. She just says, like, no, really he's possessed because her husband is apparently like you know sticking to the ceiling and uh shitting everywhere and screaming there will be no sex for you in a hundred different voices so many there's so many things in this (laughs) diner that happened I, I know this is the family diner this is this is the daddies and i mean th- there we go one of my overall notes for this story is that it's very dense a lot of things oh, yeah. happen in very few words and it it moves very quickly and I, it's I, 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 what is happening it is rich it is a very rich piece of chocolate cake <laughs> like utterly filled with so many things but that line was just killer yeah <laughs> and father frey father frey is just like oh i i guess he is possessed Fuck. speechless he's literally speechless <laughs> yes but just like in this like before she gets to here's exactly how it happens they kind of get they kind of distract themselves with flirting like very openly and very explicitly in this diner yeah, it's a very again film noir sort of flirting. And she's just like, "Oh, Father Frey," and he's like, "Oh, call me Ben." Oh, I didn't think you would learns... say something so naughty, Father. That's very unbecoming of you. Yes, and then 
oh good you're not a virgin and things like that and it's like yeah well there we go <laughs> that's um definitely a priest and his uh, constituent member of his flock <laughs> flirting and he is he is a very blunt like I was, I'm so confused about the way he talks honestly like he's he doesn't like charity saying like oh he can't you know he can't whatever he can't uh, I don't want to get in and and father Frey again in the middle of this Denny's with like the waitress is standing there waiting to take his order like he can't get hard enough to have sex with you is that the problem (laughs) is that the problem father please fuck you (laughs) it's like father please this is far too explicit there are children present we don't actually know that listener it's okay We, we don't know yeah, we do we know that there's a waitress listening in. Ooh, well, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> don't say that too soon, because there is a waitress. Yes, there is. <laughs> there is. Charity reveals that, yes, her husband is indeed, like, possessed by a demon, and the demon will not let him have sex with her. He said. And she's <laughs> at her wit's end. The thing that this devil, the sexually transmitted demon, the thing that he says... The thing that it says is, I'm the devil, and there will be no more sex for you. It's a very specific thing. It says this a couple times, and it's just, it's so weird. (laughs) It is, because, I mean, there's so many weird things, but the thing that I'm wondering is, like, what is this demon's objective? Is he just going to sexually frustrate charity until, until, like, committing a grievous sin? (laughs) Like, is that, is that its goal? Is I that guess, what it's going to do? <laughs> but even on top of that, it's just a weird sense. Like, it's weirdly childish. Yes. Like, <laughs> no. No more. Like, she's like, <laughs> like it's no playing more. keep away. <laughs> Go to timeout. You can't have sex anymore. <laughs> I'm taking my sex and going home. <laughs> of course, I also wonder, because it's an STD sexually transmitted demon how did the husband get it i i guess we don't know this for sure it might all be the demons doing but i assume the husband was like closeted gay and he had an affair with someone that would make sense i like your theory on this (laughs) yeah so they're having this conversation in the diner uh this story is actually also in chapters which is for no other reason than to have concluding lines and opening lines the concluding line to chapter one being, I didn't have a response to that. And the opening line for chapter two being, Ben, I need sex. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty, the, the cutoffs on this are pretty good. Very uh, fitting in the conversation between each chapters, all the chapters. Pretty much Father Frey agrees to take on Charity Case's case. <laughs> gosh it's terrible it's truly terrible (laughs) he decides like okay we're gonna go and see your husband and charity's like look i tied him up to the bed so that way he wouldn't like crawl on the ceiling and uh you know get with his normal business (laughs) so let's just get started (laughs) and and try to exorcise my husband (laughs) get this demon out and father Frey's like yeah okay let's do it let's go (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I have my head in my hands just about this whole next scene. Oh God! <laughs> the whole rest of the story. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it gets pretty wild. Father Frey and Charity go into the house. They go into the bedroom, and Mister Case is all tied up to the bed, very bondage style. Tied and, to a king size bed, wearing nothing but a smile. Yes, and of course he kind of looks like uh, the little girl in The Exorcist, all like bolted colors and just like okay that's really creepy <laughs> and uh pretty much starts immediately flirting with father Frey, and he knows his name because demons know everything blah 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 and it starts you know kind of taunting him and taunting charity like well charity can't have sex but i'd have sex with you father winky winky tell me what you want benny boy it'll be yours uh, Mr. Case, uh, by the way, we skipped over it a bit. His name is Justin. Yeah, just in case. Truly, it's terrible. <laughs> I'll fuck you, pretty man, or you can fuck me if you prefer. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, I feel like but, we yeah, need to, charity is because it's so dense. There are so many things that I want to talk about, but there's like the next thing is always so insane. I don't know. Like they go to the house, they find him on the bed. The first thing that happens is not the demon trying to talk to Father Frey or Father Frey going, "Oh, I see what's happening. I'm going to deal with this monster." The first thing that happens is Charity leaps onto Justin. Because she's like she's so horny, she has to has to have her husband right there, right now, and uh, and so she like j like leaps at him, like pounces at him. Yep, fully trying to get all up on that business and to quote impale herself on Mister Case's monster. Yes, his monster dong. <coughs> But um, obviously she it doesn't work says, because actually, the demon has said no more sex for you, Charity. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before she, as she leaves, she she says this is bullshit, which is exactly what Father Frey said earlier when he found out she was married, which I just <laughs> thought was like a little, like a good moment of like, oh, these these two are very similar. They're like, yeah. and it's it's a very interesting phrase in itself to say this is bullshit yes because it's like as a lot of things in the story it is a little bit of a childish phrase yeah it's just very I mean, not to say like not to say like a kid would say it but i mean it's immature extremely because to... you say it when you feel entitled to something and then you're being cheated out of it yeah that's kind of the phraseology or the way that it's used in particular yeah. in this story that it's so Ben Frey says that when he feels like oh this woman as I assume many women who who come to him for help is like in distress which is perfect for me to prey on this and like I'm gonna have sex with her and then finds out she's married and he goes this is bull damn it like, damn uh, it she's married my my Darn. cake was taken away from me ah, 
very like swiper from Dora. Yeah. Darn. Yeah, Father Frey, they no fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and so she says the same thing. Um when like her husband would have sex with her. Yeah. She's like, This this is bullshit. And then yeah, she she's like, I, I want his penis now. <laughs> and then, as you said, she jumps at him, but he <laughs> and again I wanna quote, because the language in this story is so insane. Uh, she jumps at him and Mr. Case, quote, parried and blocked with the movements of his hips and the shake <laughs> of his head. And, oh, gosh. It's, oh, man. Uh, okay. I have uh, a fencing. I think, I believe. Yeah. I, I, well, the note that I made there is uh, an imagined quote from him. I'm like, ha, ha, on God, you'll have to move quicker than that if you mean to best me. <laughs> a worthy I, opponent you are, Charity, but you are reckless, and you telegraph your movements from miles away. <laughs> a keen eye like mine pairs perfectly with my nimble hips, even despite the fact that you've restrained me to give yourself the upper hand. <laughs> and he's, like, dodging. And it's, like, if you imagine more than one... <laughs> Because it, I guess it just, it describes every time she squatted, he parried and blocked. So I'm imagining multiple moves in like a fight choreography. Like I mean, it is definitely like a a series. They have done this many times, clearly, because no matter what she does, he has a defense. (laughs) It's a very funny scene. Yeah, pretty much. The whole time he's like, hey, Father Frey, you want to fuck? And then Charity tries to get on it. And it's like, nope. Nope, not for you. This is for Father Frey. No touching. And Father Frey's like, well, shit. This is uh, this is some serious <laughs> demonic possession right here. <laughs> like, might as well get up into this business of exercising the demon. And like, as funny as that scene is, it then becomes like nightmarish. Like I, I hate this. I hate the body horror sort of thing. Oh yeah. Because the next thing that happens is Justin's tongue extend, like becomes demonic and extends out. Yeah, like the venom far, symbiote. Far, <laughs> very far. That's so far, so far that he uh, can rim his own ass. There, there we go, listeners. That's what happens. Uh, just in case and like, his own ass. It's like awkward and kind of funny that you're saying it but then the next line of the story is Father Frey who suddenly becomes like a stoner surfer dude or something. He's like whoa! Whoa! You're ribbing yourself man! <laughs> Charity did you know he could do that? And I was like whoa! This is hardly professional Father Frey. <laughs> Uh, he's just so like wow that's amazing wow how did this happen how could this be what a what a miracle god works in mysterious ways it's a miracle praise be (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) Uh, but um yeah he gets super like wow that's amazing and you know eventually like the body horror continues from here and it's like this demon trying to do insane things to seduce father frey and charity trying to get in on the action yeah and father frey just kind of like uh yep and it becomes a very strange threesome in which uh 
Charity somehow gets on her husband's dick, gets on just Justin's dick, and then more body horror, somehow a tongue grows out of the dick. <laughs> and uh, Father Frey, at the same time, is uh, fucking Justin in the ass. Because <laughs> that, that's how you exorcise a demon, clearly. There it is. I yanked out my meat and Justin gasped as he saw I was a big boy too, just like him. Oh, big boy. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue a little more before I say what I was going to say. Never yeah, mind. <laughs> keep going by all <laughs> means. <laughs> yeah, it is just kind of an insane sex scene. The The mouth coming out of the penis did freak me yep. out again. It's uh, just, ugh, just, oh my god. There is some very intense body horror in this erotica. Just so you know, like anyone who's interested, like we're letting you know right now, it is, it's got some serious body horror elements and is kind of creepy. Very good for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, that's something I would expect from this is an erotica and someone's going to fuck a demon. Like, that's what this is billed as. So that's what I would expect. Is, I would expect body horror on that on that, that level. Kind of absolutely fantastic. Yeah, of like, and that's like a thing people are into. I'm sure. Like, I that's something that I was wondering about the character of Charity. Like, is she more into him now that he's uh, a demon monster thing? Yeah. Like, is she more interested in fucking him I mean, now? She seemed pretty into it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what she's like with her husband normally, and also the demon is like actively trying to fight her off maybe she's into that who knows the important thing while this is all going on we figure out how the demon transfers from person to person (laughs) (laughs) remember this is an std a sexually transmitted demon but the important thing that is that the demon has to be the uh penetrator Father Frey does not get possessed by the demon when he's fucking Justin. It's Charity who gets possessed. So the next thing that happens is that Charity suddenly is like leaping around the bedroom being like, there will be no sex for you. (laughs) It's uh, very exciting. This is after Justin like passes out because, you know. This is really intense. This is an intense moment for him. Yeah, where is that? He passes out? I, he passes where out at some point. Because I remember he also, he wakes up again. And is like, why does my mouth taste like ass? And then he like passes out again. <laughs> oh, yeah, Justin, Justin does. You're right. Yes. I was thinking, I thought uh, you meant Father Frey yes. is awake for all of this because you know he's our he's our main character he's our hero this frat boy detective priest so the demon passes on to charity yep she says i'm the devil there will be no sex for you end of chapter three end of chapter three chapter dun 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 what'll happen next chapter four starts with ben frey saying nobody tells me i can't fuck nobody not even the devil so he pulls out his crucifix. He then pulls out his crucifix, <laughs> and he's like, "Nope, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my rocks off, and the de- the devil will not tell me no." Cha. Uh, 
He says, get thee behind me, Satan. I don't, I've never seen The Exorcist. I don't know uh, what happens in that movie. I don't know how this works. Uh, but that is like, you pull out the crucifix and you're like, look at this cross. It'll yeah, destroy it's you, like right? A, like that's how that uh, works. Gosh, I mean, I don't know much about exorcisms. Not nearly enough, like as an expert. Yeah. Well, me neither. <laughs> I'm asking you as someone who's seen the movie, yeah, The Exorcist. This is kind of, it's kind of a demons are unable to withstand the power of God and Christ because, you know, like it's good and pure good and they're evil, blah, 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 blah. And so it's like, a yeah, it's Not like, this one. get the fuck away. Like, this will burn your ass. <laughs> like, you cannot withstand the power of good. Good, go away. This one is like, ha, huh, that's funny. <laughs> and uh, literally gets behind Father Frey. Get thee behind me, Satan. And that's where the demon goes. And uh, she grows a penis. This is a, uh, and this is where we get the. Um, I-, I made the note. <laughs> oh, hold on. Well, hold on. Before that, the quote it. <clears throat> that Ben says, interestingly, is now I don't know if you've ever been fucked by a woman possessed by a demon, but it's not as bad as you might think. And, he, and like, then this is the sex scene of Charity possessed by a demon who has grown a penis fucking Father Frey. And he's like, kind of into it? Uh, Unclear? He's kind of like, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the tone. Uh, there are, again, great lines like, uh, then she proceeded to fuck the good out of me. (laughs) That's a really good line. But, um, this was the point where I... And while while we're there, I'm I'm sorry, I'm still stalling before we get to that line. Um, the next line after that is, she would pull her cock thing out of my bunghole. And on the term bunghole, it, and like a few other uses of similar terms, is this, is this British? This is a British um, story. I have you know? no idea. I. It was written by Bradley Scott. I think we forgot to mention that. But I could not. I didn't have, look into. Bradley I couldn't Scott. find I anything saying that in particular. Like, uh, if he like has put up his nationality or anything like that. But um. I don't remember them now, but I, I did notice while reading the story there were a lot of kind of Britishisms and it like bunghole I'm pretty sure is mm-hmm. a Britishism uh, also in that same sentence he uses centimeters yeah he uses a metric system metric. so I don't know that sounds un-American yeah. the me. thing that um that is really interesting because like the whole I suppose Catholic versus uh, Anglican versus whatever other religion and uh, it, it is interesting that, well, Anglicanism is very similar to Catholicism, so I guess it's not that interesting. I'm sure they have exorcists. But before I could push her out and shut my starfish, she would plunge back into me, making me bark <laughs> like a dog. And, uh, and uh, this is... Yep. <laughs> I made a note. I made a list of comments that I had about this next line because there are just oh, so yes. many things um, the line is you sound like basket my dog she said between <laughs> thrusts uh, we got we got pun number three for this family everyone stop we're gonna take stock here what have we learned in this moment 
one, she has a dog named Basket. Basket case. And, and, and yeah, and it's supposed to be like Basket case. Uh, and Frey, I guess he barked. I guess that wasn't just a metaphor. I yes. guess he did actually bark. Uh, I don't know. Uh, interestingly to me, um, is that I guess this, there is like some of Charity Case still in there. This isn't like a demon inhabiting her body. It is like influencing her and changing her because it is, for the most part, Charity, the human person. But then she's like demonic because it still retains yeah, her memories. Yeah, it knows right? her and like is using her memories and everything. So it's Charity is there. She, it seems like she is present. <laughs> And that's why I said those things about Justin, just in case, uh, yeah. before, because if we have, if we're assuming that this demon doesn't really change them all that much, I would assume Justin was actually closeted. Gay. Yeah, that your theory makes more and more sense. <laughs> I, I would go to. Also, it is just such a fucking dominant move to say something irrelevant in the middle of sex. And like that, yeah, just you know so, I mean? so casual, like, oh, you've got a concerning mole over there kind of thing. Like, you sound like Basket, my dog. Also, you have to remember that this is the demon with a hundred voices, which I forgot uh, constantly when I read the story. But th- like looking back on it now, it is like, you sound like Basket, <laughs> my dog. Yeah, it's, yeah. um, she definitely, like, if you take out the whole demon thing, she sounds like, you know, a really good dom, like a really good dominatrix. Who's <laughs> just able to be so casual about things like, oh, you sound like my dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there we go. That That's what happens. And <laughs> I'm just going to hold on. I'm just going to read a sentence to sort of demonstrate how jam packed the story is. Because the next sentence after that is, she pulled my hair and rode my ass like she was in it for money. The fire in my belly was growing, and I was starting to leak pre-cum from my dick, which was getting harder and harder with every thrust of the she-demon's dong. Like, it... I know, <laughs> so much happening. so much. Yeah. And this relates to a really interesting case of um, actual possession in um, the Catholic Church. It was from, like, the... Oh, gosh. It was like in the 1630s, this particular case. It's the case of Benedetta Cassini, where um, it was in Pisea, Italy, at the convent of the Mother of God, and she was the abbess, and she was having these reports of, um, she was sending reports to different priests and uh, cardinals and such of, hey, I'm having visions of demons. And then it was on the third report, one of the sisters said, um, it was Sister Bartolomea, who was like, well, actually, uh, this is what's happening. And uh, Sister Benedetta, Abbas Benedetta, and I are having sex, lesbian sex. But Benedetta insisted that she was possessed by a male angelical entity. Uh, whose name was Splendatello, and therefore, when she was having sex with Sister Bartolomea, she was actually a man. Therefore, it wasn't lesbian sex. 
these are not the correct terms of the time, but that's essentially what it is. And, uh, but it became this huge debate and the debate goes on with historians over whether, um, like, what was this really? Like, what was this incident in truth? But, uh, well, oh, like, did it really it, happen? They're it's more really like sure a, about it. this is what people said it's happened and the case is just everywhere sort of thing. Like, it, there are, it was uh, in the was 1630s this? that that's when it was supposed to be. But um, essentially, it's like there are court records in the papacy. Like, there are papal records of this incident. And so it happened. But people are like, was she really harassed by demons? Was this a case of uh, sexual agency and like people telling lies? What what is this really? Is this a expression of sexuality? Like, and no one really knows exactly what this means. But it's a very interesting case that people bring up as a, hey, here's a case of possession in the Catholic Church. No one knows what to make of it. But that was what uh, I was thinking of when I was thinking of charity, because it's, uh, oh, she's being possessed by a demon that seems to be male. And suddenly she's taking the traditionally male penetrative position. There we go. That's my long-winded, hey, the more you know. But yeah, then after, um, after this... Father Frey gets possessed. <laughs> I guess I'm just thinking. I guess this is so. This demon is supposed to be like a gay, a male. Yeah, gay it demon. seems like it. Because he avoids, because he yeah. avoids charity. Like he really tries generally. to avoid it, <laughs> avoid having sex with her. Like in the end, it's forced. <laughs> And then he like figure out figures out a way around it when eventually he does end up having sex with Charity. He's like, oh well, now I am Charity, so problem solved. There's a lot of interesting details in who this yes, demon and is, and we never really and who these get characters. A, are. We never get a really satisfying <laughs> conclusion to it. I mean. I'm having fun piecing together things from yes. <laughs> very little information. Yeah, but um, yeah, Father Frank um, is possessed, and right, we're near, yeah, right we're at the like end. right at the end of the story now, and he starts uh, yeah, he's penetrating charity like this this time, right? Or is it? Yeah. Um, yes, yes, the demon goes into. Father Frey. Um, and then he has sex with her, but she's like um, passed out. Is that right? Yeah, I think that she's passed out at this point, which creepy. <laughs> Charity passed out on top of me, and like that's the part where he gets possessed. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. I, I found the part. So there's all this stuff about um, the demon as Charity having sex with father Frey, and this is actually one of the legitimately like i was really impressed by this moment um is the moment father Frey, the like viewpoint character of the story gets possessed 
um because they describe it in a really cool way <coughs> um I felt the hot liquid. Okay, first of all, <laughs> uh, I felt the hot liquid enter my stomach. They say that a lot. That's they say stomach goes. a lot, which they say it enough. They say it enough that I have to stop and Sorry, say like, that's man. not I where mean, that goes. I get it. Anatomy is hard. <laughs> uh, well, in in like the final use of yeah. it, they do it in a more metaphorical sense, uh, and that's the part I'm like impressed by it i felt the hot liquid enter my stomach and spread into my organs and moved up into my heart and lungs it filled my skull and seeped into my brain i felt powerful and horny i loved the way my body felt but i resented anyone with a body of their own how dare they get to feel this good all the time like you can hear the personality slowly yeah, shift into the demon changing. and it's like it's a very good version of like show not tell. It doesn't say suddenly he's possessed. You just hear the thoughts of our viewpoint character suddenly become that of the demon. I am surprised at finding something that was so skillfully done in this really, really cheap erotica with a terrible cover. Something so skillfully done in this story with which we've we've just totally glossed over up to this point. So many different terms oh, to describe gosh. a penis that are like not not that they're clever but like every time i see one i'm like this is my new least favorite yep. thing in the universe i don't ever want to hear pussy piercer or whatever yep. they say um i, I definitely <laughs> don't want to hear sugar balls again because that sounds like a yeast infection waiting to happen well, that was pretty bad. Uh, oh, sperm gosh. worm okay. was a pretty that bad one. That made me one. think of the worms from Dune. <laughs> I control the spices. I controls the universe. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is. Um. Yeah. Spunk hose. That's one I feel like I've heard before, probably, but pretty bad. The whole ter the whole terminology with a uh, I'm a big boy. That was like. <laughs> that made me go yeah. ew <laughs> like, there are there's a lot of bad ones that, that I liked Hellhorn good. that was I, pretty good Yeah, there. this book is full of really really bad euphemisms and like affectionate cutesy terms for you know penis and vagina but then we had that amazing like possession sequence like that was really really well done i was thoroughly impressed <laughs> yeah also again this is a moment like let's stop take stock what have we learned here the demon can't feel physical sensations at all because i guess because this isn't like a demon from the nine hells who is possessing someone this is a sexually transmitted demon this is their entire existence is being yep. passed from through penetration human, right that that's the key it has to be through penetration like he, the demon has to be doing the penetrating bit. But yeah, it's a pretty horrible existence. And like, not only is it like living this existence of being passed back and forth through sex, you can sort of assume from the sense, how dare they get to feel this good all the time, that he spends a lot of time in a person not having right, sex. Right, that seems like that 
right because there's definitely a sense of envy and hatred and like just pure almost like loneliness because if he was like a savage rampaging sex monster like we see in this specific scene then he wouldn't be like how dare they get to feel this good all the time because that is what he's doing all the time but you have to assume outside of this particular story he is just like in someone just waiting who yeah just waiting Uh, so it's a it's a very fascinating fraction of insight into the character that this whole erotica is about the std yeah so uh the demon as father Frey, has sex with charity um the (laughs) just as he can just as he comes charity opens her eyes and she goes damn it why didn't you wait for me to wake up she's like i missed it (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't say this is bullshit but she's definitely thinking this is bullshit but um yeah and and then it ends on sort of this like and then you can imagine the rest of the story because like it goes into her she's like starting the transformation again and then father is like i i don't know he's just like what a nice day i had what a (laughs) and and then we all went home it was wonderful Uh, it just ends on this cliffhanger of what happens next and that's when i figured oh this is when he's going to go and advertise the next book oh by the way uh euphemism for orgasm was get on the (laughs) f train as it was pulling to a stop Uh, i mean that was pretty i think my favorite just turn of phrase was fuck the good out of me that was pretty solid (laughs) yeah but there we go uh it kind of ends on this cliffhanger and we never know what happens in the case case <laughs> in in the case of charity yes. case just in we, case we don't basket know case. what the three? Yeah. ending is for them we assume all went well and you know father Frey fixed the problem but <laughs> yes. and then you know like, uh, the rest of the story yeah like, it's just kind of one of those moments. Also, I found another place where I marked uh, Man Jam, Perlescent, uh, pearlescent gosh, Man that Jam. Is, that was another that is one. pretty terrible. <laughs> but, um, yep, yeah, I think that, oddly enough, I would recommend this because it wasn't like, oh, we spent $5 on this. On Kindle Unlimited, Unlimited it was free. And uh, it was like, what, 99 cents? $2? But something like that, and something like that. Uh, and I haven't pulled it up. Horror, body horror aside, this was actually a lot of fun to read. It was so ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous, and that was kind of the value. I mean, I'm not into body horror. It like freaked me out, and I didn't like it. Uh, not oh. that like I didn't like the story, but I was like, oh, I oh. I have never been more turned off. It's that was pretty the, bad. The like predator mouth thing, I, I, absolutely not. Other than that, the writing is like it's very colorful, it's very dense, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, you know, there's not like a lot of consistency to the character of Father Frey. He is like kind of confusing and weird. Like he is sometimes this like 
sleazebag at a bar. And sometimes he's a frat boy. Sometimes sometimes, he's a surfer. Sometimes he's supposed to be a priest, but like we don't see a ton of that, honestly. Yeah. the, The only time was the get thee behind me Satan. I was like the closest, but yeah, I didn't get any. I mean, that kind of felt like a frat boy quoting The Exorcist, to be honest. Yeah, you got a point there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I learned all my Latin from, uh, you know, watching The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really, you. I guess, you know, I would recommend to the patrons, like, read this for yourself. Because, you know, we're not going to quote the whole thing. Every sentence is just a story in its own right, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. And the um, whole scene with them in the Denny's, uh, just yeah. it, I wouldn't call it flirting. They're like, they are like all up on each other, verbally speaking. Like they are absolutely down. <laughs> and there is a waitress, as we find out at some point in it, at like the end of the chapter, I think she does like say out like charity does say out loud into the diner like god damn it i need cock and and the waitress is like amen to that sister yes it's just <laughs> like, I'm a, it really happens uh, there is really there are really other people in this diner yeah uh, if you could just imagine like there's some nice family and like there's a mom like with her hands Headphones. like her hands her are hands, just clamped are on the children and the, she's like <laughs> glaring at her husband just like you brought us here you're the one who did this <laughs> but yeah. um i mean it is it is like a very different tone between the conversation in the diner and then the insane sex scene it is Um, such a it almost gave me whiplash (laughs) it is such a shift and also the character of ben frey shifts quite a bit like he's no longer like a sleazy like he doesn't he just sort of seems like uh, he has no personality in the sex scene no pretty much He, he is as he is just kind of like a confused guy who's there and like he is like oh well obviously i'm not like well what's happening he is like well, i guess i'll get in on this but he's like his personality kind of goes away yeah that's but even then it's still like yeah it's pretty good especially considering the price <laughs> Uh, I hope you enjoyed this, the first tale in Father Benjamin Frey's considerable canon of sexual adventures. We weren't sure there was a market for this kind of story, but as Father always says, if you don't try, you'll never know. He's an old man now, bent and withered, but when he tells his tales, his face lights up, he gains a bit of strength, and the handsome young cleric he once was shines through. <laughs> like, there's like this fiction of Father Frey being a real guy. Yes, and just um, having so many adventures he kind of um okay it's gonna gonna sound like an idiot such a nerd but um the game dragon age 2 with the character sebastian uh-huh. vale and i never played it myself uh, but i'm sure the patrons maybe know if a patron knows you're, you're gonna understand well you have to have the um the the dlc in particular to get him but he's this character who is a priest and he, he's a priest of this church and he's known for having a very wild youth he's he was essentially the biggest slut biggest manho <laughs> like 
a super super man ho he like he talks about it himself he has this like wild scottish accent but he's just like i was a wild wild teenage boy and like you know just absolutely crazy but then i found religion and that now he's like chaste and if you go and you try to like get in a romantic relationship with him it has to be a chaste relationship so um yeah i don't know many people who who go for sebastian vale i'm sorry even if he's like disney prince handsome but uh yeah that was that was the image that i think they were trying to give to father Frey just a bit of a like the no no trust me he has experience he knows what he's talking about he he knows his way around the bedroom but yeah, I think I I would recommend reading it. Um, if you're into body horror, there's that for you. If you're into having a good old laugh over some really ridiculous euphemisms, they have that too. And if you like bad puns, they have that too. <laughs> so uh, I recommend The uh, Sexorcist Sexually Transmitted Demon. <laughs> Yeah, if you're into this stuff, I mean, it was a ton of fun to read, even though I was, like, kind of against, like, I didn't enjoy it as an erotica. It was a great story. Uh, Erotica-wise, not quite my thing. So this has been, uh, let me find the title again, The Sexorcist, Sexually Transmitted Demon, A Father Frey Tale, book one. You can get it on Amazon. It's, you can get it on Kindle Unlimited. And if you don't have that, it is 99 cents. I, I assume my Amazon store is in U.S. dollars. I think it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there we go. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. Well, let's... Actually, I want to see if there are any other... Father Frey. I don't think I don't think there are any other books in this series. <sighs> I couldn't find them anyway. Okay, there doesn't seem to be any other books by this author. I don't know if this is maybe um, an author who this is a pseudonym they use just for this book. I don't know if they even intended for there to be more Father Frey tales. We're forever on Either a cliffhanger, way, my friends. Uh, this is the only one. <laughs> but what a wild ride it, it was. was. It was fun to share it with you. <laughs> All right. So uh, where can people uh, find you? You can find me on Contra Perry at Tumblr. Um, that's pretty much the one thing that I'm active on on social media so that's why I promote it because if you desperately need to talk to me that's I'll be there usually reblogging pictures of cute animals uh, where can they find you Aya <laughs> <laughs> well hold on before we get to that do you have a title at the library what exactly is your uh, position here currently I'm bouncing between archives and classical <laughs> like classics uh, but you know, I'm just kind of assistant librarian. <laughs> yeah, we're all well. We're all just kind of assistant librarians right now, I think. So I'm all for just making up titles as we go. Have you ever, like, have you ever been at a business where they kind of just like it doesn't matter what your title <laughs> is, so you can make up whatever? Yes. I don't know. I think last time I said I was first lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, um 
what's a good oh okay in honor of our uh the theme for today i uh i have been your seminarian librarian Aya. <laughs> god works in mysterious uh, praise ways be. praise be to the lord and also <laughs> unto you <laughs> Peace yeah. be with you and with your spirit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you can find me on Twitter at TellerFarsight. Uh, I've been playing the fuck out of Pillars of the Earth, <laughs> the point-and-click adventure game, so I've been posting at that about that. Uh, speaking of monks and Christianity on, and all that, um, you can also find the show at Red Light Library on Twitter or uh, redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com. For the show notes and uh, your other episodes there have been some good ones um uh, i else? can't think of anything uh have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this listener <laughs> oh and uh how could we forget have happy, a happy halloween, halloween. <laughs>